began his earthly ministry, he opened a scroll and read from the book of Isaiah, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. In Jesus' ministry, this is a metaphorical promise that then extends to literal prisoners and to all who are brokenhearted, for all who have not been given a new heart by him are indeed brokenhearted. The book of Isaiah is long and complicated because it changes genres and changes time, and yet a consistent theme that salvation is found in the Lord. Rest is only found in him. True joy and delight and purpose and guidance are only found in him. Perhaps you've heard from verse 18 in chapter 1, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. Isaiah's call is written about by him in chapter 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, each had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called. And the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. One of the challenges of reading and praying through and receiving from Isaiah is it talks about the past, the many sins of Israel turning to other gods and neglecting God or turning to God with empty hearts, only performing religious activities with no heart to them. And in chapter 6 and in chapter 9, among others, there's a description of the king that will eventually lead them, one who will never falter or fail. The people have walked in darkness, have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. From chapter 9. And throughout the book, there are reprieves, because there are always those, a remnant there's always a remnant of those who sing to God. In chapter 12, it says, You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord. For though you were angry with me, your anger turned away that you might comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. And most of what I read is uh, poetic and prophetic. And yet in the midst of Isaiah's long tenure as prophet, uh, nations rise and fall. The northern kingdom of Israel falls. The southern kingdom uh, does not fall, although Isaiah alludes to it falling. And all of the nations that oppress the nation of Israel will fall and be judged. There's an interlude that is both historical and metaphor, and that's King Hezekiah, humble before God in his decision-making humble and pleading before God with respect to his health and granted mercy 
And that both happened during Isaiah's tenure and is a model for us to turn and return to the Lord with all humility. Chapters 40 through 55 Isaiah are full of transcendent comfort for the people of God, especially when their circumstances are challenging and terrible 